Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with... Merry Christmas, Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Andy Rapp Bernard. And Mike Bryant. It's going to be 21 degrees tomorrow morning, yeah. so she's it's going with so Merry... It's so cold. Plus, <laughs> I've been getting loads of Christmas presents in already. Oh, have you already? Yeah, I actually found some stuff on the Amazon days. Well, we got the Shutterstock Order Your Christmas Cards now. Oh, uh, oh, we got Home yeah, Depot it like has a all the decorations. Card. Did yep. you get that one? Yeah, I was like, well, who's that from? It, I know, we opened it up, and I'm like... We got a flipping Christmas yep. card already. That's Who does this? Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Ryan. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. So Andy had a little uh, weekend escape without the baby, and he says we stayed at the Cotton Mansion. So I looked it up, and first thing I see is the Cotton Mansion is permanently closed. Whoops. So What'd you do, Andy? Their website is either really. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's true. Or you didn't stay at the Cotton Mansion. I'm pretty sure we stayed at the Cotton Mansion. So where wrong. is the Cotton Mansion? Uh, all those mansions are on the northeast side of the Oh, that's true. They all that's on the, where on all the water that's there. Taconite barons lived or yeah, something? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we stayed here. Oh. I so that's know. where you say the cotton, it, it, the cotton mansion? Everything, what thing I press. Well, their oh, site does it close is, for the winter, maybe? Well, it says permanently closed. That wouldn't be the winter. That would this be. This is true. Well, it, it was just sold. Uh, like a couple months ago. Well, they should update their... You would think, theirs. yes, because Google also says permanently closed. So yeah, you probably want to change that. Yeah, if they want to get business, uh, they might want to make it so people don't think that they've been bulldozed. Yeah. It's a 16,000 square foot, 1908 mansion. Yeah, every... I've, I've gone on three links and all of them say it's closed. So how did you, how did you even book it? I think Airbnb, I think. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure. 
Wow. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Were you there by yourself? Uh, no, there were so there were other people Did there. Did a guy with an axe bring you in? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did that happen? Oh, yeah. Darren Cotton or, says he stayed at the Cotton Mansion. Or oh, so. an African American bartender. No, yes. no bar. Yes, no. Unfortunately, no bar. They didn't have a bar. Huh? It didn't have an so elevator either. Was it pretty? Yeah, all how, the mansions up there are yeah really really nice. The room was good. Very weird layout. Oh. Were you too tall to get in the door? <clears throat> no, the mansion's massive. Well, a oh, of because a lot of those doors in those old mansions they have very short doors. Yeah. Yeah. No, not this one. <laughs> Were you in an attic room, so it was weird? Um, I Maybe. So you go into the door. You're in the bedroom. It's like a hotel. Oh. Um, to the right is probably a 150-square-foot room that is dedicated entirely to a gigantic tub. Oh, okay. And then to the left, in a closet, is the toilet. Hmm. Oh. In a closet yeah. adjacent to the bed, not to the bathroom. They probably came the later. Yeah, it's like the Lowell Inn. Remember, they had the they had just the toilet in with the little yeah. yes. with the little uh, swinging yep. doors. Yeah. <laughs> I think back then that's when you were expected oh, to hear that story? use the window. Well, the first time Mom and I ever stayed the, together. Yeah, in the hotel. Lowell Inn is in Stillwater, Minnesota. That the one with the gas station across the street. You got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> because of the open toilet. Tom got up early in the morning and went to the Sinclair Sinclair to go to the bathroom, so I didn't have to hear the oh dear you know Drop aftermath of dinner. <laughs> no, I was not. Yeah, my first night, <laughs> spending my first night with this woman. I'm not going to sit in there in an open toilet and lay it down a bunt. Yeah, thank you happen. for that. <clears throat> Never yeah, had no a problem. tea at the Lowland. And don't have tea. Well, that back then the Lowland was very very nice. I mean, it's still a beautiful old it is hotel. Which I don't know if that was ever just a mansion or if it was always a hotel. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But we're talking about Duluth, Minnesota, for people out out of the state. Uh, Duluth, Minnesota. It's way up north on Lake Superior. Famous for taconite and Chinese food because of La Choy. Really? Was that the name of the place? I didn't even know that. Wasn't it La Choy? La Choy is a soy sauce. Yeah. Well, it's a soy sauce now, but it... I thought it was... hmm. East meets West, LaJoy meets on. It was maybe, no, it was something else. You're right. It was. Yeah. It was, what, it, the Nankin was here. What was it called up the, in the it food? Was, it was, what's yeah. his name, too, that uh, that owned the, the Chinese food company? Well, Andy's getting on his keyboard. Oh. He'll figure it out. Andy yeah. figure, oh, let me read or this. Am I head. Googling Duluth Chinese yeah, the food? Famous. Oh. Why is it Duluth famous, maybe? Yeah, it was a famous Chinese place that was there. Uh, yeah, good luck with that search. Yeah, because I remember what Mark Dayton used to always bring in food from there during the conventions. Oh, did he really? Yeah. house, China Cafe. No, China no, 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 it's not a restaurant. It's it's a food manufacturer. Oh, because oh. there's a food Chinese restaurant downtown. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, it was really good. Is that what the Chopstick Factory is? God, I have no that idea. That Perpich got... Or was that up north? I think that burned down, and wasn't it matchsticks? Yeah, well, <laughs> the the, there was there was a chopstick factory they were going to do or something that yeah, was involved I with Perpich. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to get a listener. What was that other guy's name? About, there's no way. Yeah, and I, I wish I could remember. What's a very wealthy guy up in Duluth? Because he was a he was a honky that owned it. Yeah, but I can't remember who it was. Uh, let's see. Lachoy was out of Detroit. Well, so that wasn't it. It was some a name like that though. It was kind of like LaChoy, but it was, I can't remember the name Chun of it. Chun King? Chun King. I think that's <gasps> what it was. Was it? I think it was Chun King. Okay. Andy, where's Chun King out of, or where was it out of? I bet it was Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, let's see here. I think you're right. I think it was Chun King. It's C-H-U-N. There's no K. Mm-hmm. Chun King. There's no K in front of King? 
But not at the end of oh. Chun. Oh. Chunk okay. King? Oh. Yeah, it's not Chung King. Okay. What do you got, Andy? It doesn't say where it was That's out of. That's weird. It was an one. American brand of food, but it's been... It doesn't say where it was. Does it say who the owner of the company was? Uh, oh, it was sold to Lachoy in 1995. Oh, there you so go. It hasn't That's existed what... since basically yes. I was We're a child. both so. right. Does it say who owned it? Uh, Nabisco from 1985. But he was a very... The guy who started it was a very wealthy... Gino Pellucci. Gino Pellucci. Yes, Gino Pellucci. Yes. Yep. Gino Pellucci. Yep. That's yep. exactly who See, it was. If you yep. dig far enough, almost everything's on So it was Chung there. King. You You're absolutely right. Belicio and Chung King. Yep, there you go. All we ever do is deliver the facts on this show. You ever notice that? It's true, it's Absolutely. true. God, I, I just looked down at some headlines today. Yes. Uh, feds lock up Bannon for 16 months. They want him locked up. Kanye West is well, buying parlor. I don't think they locked him up yet. I think that was the recommendation. No. Yeah, it's feds. That they lock up Bannon for six months. Oh, really? Because <laughs> You read it as if the feds had locked up. No, no, no. They, they're requesting he gets yeah. locked. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's their that that's their recommend or their request. And then Kanye's buying Parler because they kicked him off of Twitter mm-hmm. or TikTok or all of them or something. Yeah. But this might be my favorite headline. I don't know where the hell. See, I don't even watch the news anymore because it's so it's way too annoying. They got a picture of Donald Trump speaking at a convention or something, and the headline is Trump. U.S. Jews need to get their act together. Why would you say something like that? U.S. Well, that's Jews not even need... close to the full quote. Oh, so they just lifted part of the quote out? Well, of course they did. It's yeah. the news. Oh, my that's God. Why do. do they do that? If they can make they it do. sound clicky, they so make what was it the whole quote? It had something to do with defending Israel. I don't know uh. what exactly. But, yeah, it was like they need to get their act together and recognize that Israel, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's not even close to being offensive. No, it's not. I mean, it's nowhere near as offensive as the thumbs up. Thumbs up. Do you see that? Oh, you didn't see that? Uh-uh. Gen Z has now decided that the thumbs up is uh, pushy and too aggressive and a whole bunch of things. They want it canceled. You should not be able to use the thumbs up anymore. What's a Gen Z again? Uh, What's the cutoff? The one before Ethan. The one? The one after us. So yeah, I thought that was Generation X. It's between Millennial and what's Fawn X? might be Gen Z. Well, what was Gen X? No, she's Gen X is like Dan Gen, technically. I think no Dan. Uh, Dan is like the I cut think, off of Millennial. It depends on the chart that you. Well, yes, at. of course. Yeah. But Gen but like, X is the one before us. Yes, we're we're technically Gen Y, but then they beca- we became Millennials. There's for, Boomers. That's yeah. me. Gen Z's Gen cut off is 2012. X. So, no, Fawn is not. But she's close. She's Gen Alpha. She's she's Alpha, just like... Gen Alpha? They started just, over again. Just like Ethan, yep. Big shot. Yeah, well, we're going to go from Alpha to Beta and... Because yeah, I was born in 1959, and I technically was You're not a baby. baby. I was You're not a boomer. A ba- I was not a baby boomer you until after the 60s. I know, they changed All it. of a sudden, I became a boomer. They changed oh, really? it. Well, you're the... Child of a World War II veteran, so that's like the very definition Baby's of a boomer. Baby's 96. But still, that's why it was called <laughs> yeah, the baby boom. So it's 100 years. Yeah. All the veterans <laughs> came back from the war and had a bunch of kids, hence that's baby true. boom. Well, what would Vietnam vet kids be then? Prob- baby boomers are Generation X, the very younger <laughs> ones, I think, maybe. Wait, when did Vietnam end? Well, like uh, um, 70. Oh, never mind. Dan's so, yeah, brother- all boomers and probably silent generation, too. Dan's brothers would be our Gen X. The older ones, yeah. Gen X is, the cutoff is 1980. Oh, wow, that is huge. Yeah, Dan was born in 84. Oh, so Gen X is before millennials? Yeah. Yeah. It's between boomers and millennials. Generation is a lot longer than a generation then. 
Yes. It seems like, according to this, it's 15 years, which is actually a lot shorter than a generation. But that's what they say. But if boomers are 59 to... They're 46 to 64. Boomers are 18 years for whatever reason. Oh, there. Yes, that's what I'm so saying. But 18 I, years is still pretty short for a generation. You and I are both boomers. Yes, yes. indeed. Uh, Michael Bryant's a boomer. <clears throat> yes, I am. So that's just the way that works, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, There's no question about it. I have to tell um, Michael Bryant about my book club this weekend. Oh, hey! How much wine oh. did you drink? I had one glass of wine. Why did you drink? Got that's really right. wild. I had wow, a single wow, glass of red wow. wine. Um, I did try my first Jello shot, though. That wouldn't be wine. At book club. But it was... The, so the whole thing is, is at book club, we make food that's mentioned in the book. Food. Or drinks. Like, or the, drinks. Like we, used to, we used to go into a bar in St. Peter and, and order a whole plate of toast so we could drink all morning. Because if you ordered food, they could get you alcohol in the morning. Oh. So that's the kind of food we had. Okay. So at Good book club, what kind of food do they have? Well, they, I mean, we had a bunch. I brought like a big cheese plate and olives and crackers and what else did i bring like this delicious walnut (laughs) roll thing anyway um but in the book this one woman makes jello shots multiple times Mm. so one gal brought jello shots but she was like but one jello shot equals no four jello shots equals one actual shot Shot. so she's like they're not strong or anything so yeah i tried my first yeah i tried my first jello shot it was vodka and orange jello so it's a screwdriver i had never had a jello shot before did you go yum yum i mean it was what i would uh, what i expected yeah it tasted like boozy jello yeah like there were fireball ones too which i'm like i'm not doing that no thank you fireball i think it's disgusting it tastes like hot tamales basically yeah liquid hot tamales hot tamales yes and then no a lot of people love fireball it's yeah basically cinnamon schnapps basically and then i think it's nasty so the book that we read this woman becomes possessed by a ghost um and one of my friends came dressed possessed in... Possessed as the bite goes. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends came dressed in costume and at the end did, like, full zombie makeup. Wow. And at the end of the night, one of my other friends pulled... Was, like... She pulled it off. And I took a video of her pulling off her oozing sore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's our book club. Wow. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks there's for no the drink in there. I had one glass of wine. <laughs> that was it? But I was there for, like, four and a half hours. Mm. Oh, and I had one Jello shot, which is a quarter of a shot of vodka. Oh, a quarter of a shot. <laughs> yeah. So I went. I got really wet. I ate a lot, though. Spinach and artichoke dip. You Yum. can't. And taco dip. How do you stop? You don't until you leave. <laughs> That's what leave. I did. You have to leave the residence. So I seriously was eating the whole time. It was so delicious. I love a dip. I love a chip and dip situation. Dips are great. No, That's I do too. The dream. Yeah, it is. Yep. Chips and dip are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, French, it was an old home French onion dip. I love French onion dip. Remember that, Catherine? Yeah. It used to be the big thing, man. Oh, that's still around. Is it? Yeah. I mean, that was the first big dip that I can ever remember. That's still around. Hmm. I think, does old home make top the tater, too, or is Uh, that something different? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah, I love French onion dip. I love spinach and artichoke dip. I love queso dip. I love bean dip. I like salsa. Anything. Bad news for you, Alex. Uh, story came out this morning what you know who pollutes the atmosphere ruining vegetarians you got it or it's just the worst somehow you got it your methane is much more nothing. powerful how does that make any what 
Okay, that doesn't mean that we're polluting more than anyone. Yes, it does too, because cow methane is what's polluting the, the universe. So Our you methane are too. is worse than a cow's. No, that's not okay. what I'm saying. So you the, both poison the air. Okay, great. Air poisoners mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. That's what you should just start calling okay. me. Air poisoner Air Alex. Poisoner. APA, we'll just That's call you. That's me. Okay, somebody's going to have to explain this next one to me because I don't understand if, when this is ever going to stop. Okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the thumbs up emoji is evil and horrible. I thought it was bad enough. But now, a Sweden Democrats official has suspended uh, was suspended by the far-right party for making degrading comments. No. The Sweden Democrats are far right. I don't, I don't know anything about their party. Swedish I don't Democrats. know anything about their party. She was suspended by the far right party for making degrading comments about Jewish teenage diarist Anne Frank. Okay. Why would you do that? Well, but what I were the comments? So Let me guess. We're not allowed to know. I in think Insta- some people need to just remain sacred. Just stay in your house. Yeah, Anne Frank, little girl she's hiding. She's in the attic. Yeah, she's in the attic. Exactly. Leave her alone. I don't care. That was in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. What her politics were. Leave her alone. Do you guys know that story? Yes. It was yeah. told on the Gake You Wear morning show. The yeah. guy, guy went to the uh, Diary of Anne Frank play in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And apparently some cowboy behind him got so bored with the play, he hollered out, she's in the attic. Oh, my God. Wow. When the Nazis Nazis come in. Uh, In an Instagram post since deleted, Rebecca Fallenquist called Anne Frank immoral. Hmm. Among other things, according to Swedish media, Anne, who wrote a diary while in hiding in Amsterdam before she was captured, she died at age 15. In Nazi Germany's Bergen-Belsen concentration camp, February of 1945, while it remained unclear what kind of point Fallenquist wanted to make about with her comments on Anne's diary, she sent a, later a text message to Swedish newspaper Dagens Nachiter, saying she had been misinterpreted. Uh, the post by Fallenquist, a uh, 26-year-old head of television programming for Sweden Democrats, prompted strong reactions from Jewish groups and Israeli ambassador Ziv Nevo Kolman, who tweeted, I strongly condemn this despicable insult, disrespectful of the memory of Anne Frank. Why on earth, what would drive you to insult Anne Frank, a girl who was terrified her whole life and then died at 15? I don't... I don't honestly, anything that I hear in the news, I don't believe anymore. Especially... Personal attacks like this. How well, long she, was she, she in did. there for? How long was she in hiding? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know how old she was at the at the beginning of the war. Yeah. Uh, but she was a little little girl, wasn't she? Wasn't she I like think so, yeah. eight, seven or eight yeah. years old, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So I it would. But can you imagine a little girl all by herself hiding out, and then she get she gets she dies at fifteen, and you criticize her. I know. How? How on earth could you do something that horrible? How old is she in the diary of Anne Frank? Well, she started writing the book. How long did it take her to write the book? Yeah, that's I what I'm know. wondering. Yeah, I, I think she know. was like 12 or 13. 12 or 13, yeah. And then she, did she write it before, up until she died? That I don't know. That I don't See, know See, these are the questions no, that I need to know. No, it's a very interesting question. I need to know these questions. I want to read that one day. I mean, the Diary of Anne absolutely Frank. absolutely horrendous and terrible, but I oh. feel like it's something that I should read. You might be a little uh, depressed after oh. reading yeah, it. If I ever yeah. show up here and I just look absolutely <laughs> destroyed, sad, it's, it's because I started Frank. reading the Diary of Anne Frank. No. Or anything yeah, you, involving World War II. Get the 
book club together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're actually reading what sounds like it's going to be. No, not a sad book next month. What? No sad book? I'm trying to. She was. We were trying to figure out what book to read, and I have like 10 books on my list. But I read a book club book a month and then my own book every month. Oh, you do? Okay. So, um,. We're, it's called The Sentence, and the there's, sentence. yeah, it's a Minnesota author, and it's about a ghost that used to go to the, a woman that used to go to the bookstore all the time, and then she died, but now she haunts the bookstore, mm. or something. It's fiction. Okay. I think. I don't know. She was, we went through so many books, and then everybody's like, that one. I was like, okay. So I'm not even sure. Okay. Mm. It all works out in the end. That's what you're saying. But we're having our next book club meeting at the Kenwood. Oh, yeah. are you? The Kenwood Inn? Yeah. Nice. Or the Kenwood Cafe? No, the Cafe, yeah. I we're love a, that place. We're having a brunch book club. Hmm. Hi, Catherine. We haven't been there in a few years because of COVID. No, we used to ride our bikes over there. We used to ride our bikes over there. And have you ever eaten at Kenwood Cafe? Mm. So crossing that public, what's that public school over there? I think it's just Kenwood Elementary, I think. Maybe. But yeah, it's really, really good. And there's hmm. a bookstore right next to it. Right next door, yeah. Um, so we're going to. Go to brunch there, and then all go to the bookstore, and then buy our book club for just book for December at the bookstore. Hmm. There you have it. Yeah, I know. When somebody mentioned the Kenwood, I was like, ah, yes. No, Kenwood is great. I've been there in so long. We have to get over there again, Catherine. Yes, we well, do. It's good. Read the book, and you can come to my book. Club. Read the book. I could do that. Absolutely. Even though, Dad, you're not a mom, and it's a mom's book club, but I think they'd It'll let be you. Tough. They'd let you in that one time. I told Fawn. Every single time she wants to come to book club with me, and I'm like, you cannot. You are not a mom. Hmm. She was like, yes, I am. Yes. How is that? She goes, I have eggs in my belly. No. I'm like, you do, but quite they're amount. not fertilized, so yeah. you can't, Little uh, funny. can't sit with us. I went to an event in Sartell last Friday. It's a group I've been in with for like eight years and had never gone to one of their events. Oh, okay. So I show up, oh, and they nice. get, get, let me give a speech of who I am, the whole thing, and they're like so happy. I'm so glad you finally came there introduced me to people and then they're like next month we're having you can bring a guest you think you could bring tom bernard next month oh, like you don't really want me no. <laughs> you don't even what? want me here what you the hell is him. that oh what's gosh. that all about well, i've been a part of my book club for five years and they just found out that i'm my age they didn't know how old I was. And when I told them, they were all shocked. Well, how old did they think you were? They yeah. all thought I was in my mid to late. Like, they were like 35, 36. Really? Because they're all, old, they're all late 30s, early 40s. Oh, so they think you're and one so of them. And so I was them. like, I'm the book club baby. Because they were all talking about their ages. Because it's somebody's mm -hmm. one of their birthdays the day before our next meeting. And I was like, I'm the book club baby. And they asked how old I was. I said, I'm 33. And they all, you're 33. <laughs> You're like, way eh? too young to be here. Sorry. Ah, hmm. oh, God, I do love life. These, uh, you know, these headlines that I'm reading here, it's always far right this, far right that, far, far, far. They, all, they always got to politicize everything. Here's a headline. Biden returns to Trump policy to deny Venezuelans oh, the, asylum. Yeah, the with the uh, migrants, yeah. But... Was that a Trump policy or was well, it an yeah, American it was policy? Pol it, was, it was the policy he had at the time. I mean, and, you know, people are pointed out that he's doing something that Trump did. And, you know, whether or not that was, you know, and that was something that he, um, he attacked during the campaign. So, you know, that's, uh, that's grist for the mill. 
So why did Herschel Walker not show up at the second debate against Raphael Warnock? Because I don't think he's doing very well in oh, those he's not? debates. Is no. he not? And and who knows? He gets he hears about a new child about every time. There's a lot of kids with that that that's man. That's what I understand. Yeah, yeah that's what a I couple heard. abortions he paid for. That's yeah, quite the deal. Yeah, what are you gonna so do? So I sent a crap ton of stuff to the accountant last week. Yeah. Apparently he didn't get any of it, and I can't find any of it on my sent email. Oh, Where does it go? Yeah, I don't know. About right. I have had literally Where ten things sent to me yeah. that I never got. Is it in your drafts? Or? No, it's no place. It's no. like I never did it. Well, if you oh sent it, it should God. be in sent emails. Yeah. Isn't that weird how you can... The other... It I was trying to like find... I sent it. I was trying to find in, um, tickets to the Tinkerbell play that we went to this weekend, and I was like, I bought them a month ago, and they're nowhere to be found. It's... I looked up everything. Things just vanished. Is that why your dad couldn't go? Is he lost his ticket? No, we invited him. He said he didn't want to go. Oh, to the Tinkerbell? He's adorable. Yeah. I cried three times. Yeah, I talked to I him. I can't believe you cried at that play. It was... You are... The I, there's never a child play that I have been to that I haven't cried once. Um, Dan's cousin's Don't. kids were in a play. They did... The Lion King. And The Lion King, other than when Mufasa dies, but you know that's coming, yeah. isn't a sad... No thing, and I we were sitting there, and then his cousin's husband looks at me. He goes, "Are you crying?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why?" Oh, your, like, dad, your dad so, cries at things. It's like they're all so sweet. Look at them. They yeah. work so hard, and they, it was like child produced. And know. whenever there's a touching so moment, I look over, and Dad's like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely." Eyes are brimming with tears. I mean, when what? when you? the when the kids came out. With the glowy ball things and all the little were kids were like, <gasps> I, how did you not feel emotional? Glowy balls. I don't know. There were these, like, I don't know. Little glow oh, is it balls. supposed to be like when Simba's talking to Mufasa? No, no this back, was in Tinkerbell. At... I'm back at Tinkerbell. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, this was. I was going to say, I don't remember glowy. So balls they were supposed the to be fairies thing. flying around. They oh. turned all the lights in the theater, and all these kids were dressed in full black and mm-hmm. swirling around. The kids okay. were, the little, little kids were all just like, <gasps> and so I started crying because I was like, it's magical. <laughs> so did Tinkerbell, did they have Peter Pan and the yeah, Lost Peter Boys? Pa- it, was, yeah. it was kind of like the origin story okay. yeah. of Neverland Everything. and oh, Tinkerbell okay. and how Peter Pan got there. And all that kind of stuff. They did a great job. Did Captain Hook show up? Captain Hook was there. Oh, Shmi Captain was there. Was the alligator there? The alligator was the alligator there. Clock? Was how he, the clock yeah, how he there. lost his there was, hand. There was mm-hmm. no TikToking though. Yeah, there didn't say how he no. became the nemesis of. Well, it's well, he swallowed. the alligator swallowed a clock. He swallowed so now yeah, a clock. That wasn't, in, the, that wasn't yeah. in this. Oh, okay. Well, they yeah, had to edit it down this. because they were doing so much yeah, pre-story sure. stuff. And so, it was only an hour and a half with an intermission. And every time they um, went dark, Sage was, is it over? No, oh, that was Bjorn. Oh, that was Bjorn. Mm-hmm. Bjorn. Oh, Bjorn. Is it done? <laughs> is it done? Between this is every, long. Between every <laughs> single scene. <laughs> this is long. Yeah, f- Sage at one point went, this is a long program, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, why so, didn't Bop Bop come? But they it wasn't it was long cute. at all. It was all. a high school musical. It was Jefferson High School in mm. Bloomington. Not it was student-produced. Not musical. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. <laughs> we better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... 
Well, well you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. It was. So, is Peter Pan a human? Yes. Yeah. He's but a boy how, that ran away from home. But how is he magical? He's not. It's just because uh, of fairy tink, dust. Tink yeah. made him oh, magical. Tinkerbell is the magical it's one. Only yes. because of fairy dust does he can fly. That's the mm. only and thing that he can he's do. He's also very impish, right? Yes. yes. Well, yes. He's like well, he's he never boy. grows up, he kind of thing. Up. No. Yeah. yeah exactly. He runs away from home. Which is why when he's played by like like Robin Williams, you know. Hairy forty-year-old man. It's kind of weird. This doesn't. Versus Diana Riggs or track. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. It should be. Yeah, exactly. It should be a tiny female. Kathy really. Rigby was Kathy Peter Rigby, Pan, yeah. Peter Pan Broadway, on Broadway. Right? Yeah. yeah. She was awesome. How old yeah. was Robin Williams when he played? Let's see. That was Hook, nineteen ninety-one. Too hairy yeah. to be. Robin Williams He's a very never hairy looked man. very like a young, young person. He was forty years old. Even when he was Mork and Mindy, he well, looked. He was yeah. kind of hairy guy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was like probably his first thing, huh? Mark and Mindy? Mindy? Yeah. yeah, he, was, yeah he, he was first big thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was 26 at the time, so he, he got just, started semi-late. He was just stealing jokes out on the road before yeah, that. he was. He was stealing <laughs> jokes. That's exactly As right. one does. Okay, I have a question for you, and it's not politics. That'll be good. Oh, goody. But I'm going to go around the, the table, and I'm going to ask you guys the one thing Americans can agree on. Uh, Love uh, of... Some of you are really, going to really like this, I think. One thing Americans can agree on. And apparently it's very widespread, and Americans just love this. Reese's peanut butter cups Ice are cream? delicious. Ice cream. Okay, those are two good. Yeah. There's vegan some, options. Yeah. There's you know, there's vodka. some for everybody. No, <laughs> no I know a lot of people. Okay, don't it doesn't like have vodka. anything to do with alcohol. I don't like vodka. Yeah. Oh, Guess again. Of... Football. No, no. Oh, God, no. Uh, you're getting closer. Is it a food? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, not soccer. Baseball. Oh. Is it that soccer sucks? No. <laughs> Baseball. No. Hockey. No, it's not. One thing Americans can agree on. T-ball. T-ball. What? Child sports are adorable. Uh, You're going to be sad. Catherine, you particularly are going to be sad you didn't guess this. Horses. What's your favorite sport? No, not horses. Golf? Uh, You love sports. Not horses. Give you one more guess, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, mm. This, by the way, is according to the Wall Street. Schlager hanging, hanging, whatever. Hammer schlager. Schlager hanging. Yeah, whatever that's called. You're thinking of that. It's a little Yeah, so. Okay, you ready? You're going to love this, Catherine. Uh, okay. One more guess before you go. I don't know. Too much pressure. The one thing <laughs> Americans can agree on yeah. is pickleball. Oh. I was going to say pickleball. Yeah. Oh. What is pickleball? I know. People are obsessed with pickleball. It's the fastest growing sport since... Slice Jesus. bread. Since Jesus. Since Jesus. <laughs> there's like, there's Jesus like is a, a sport. professional league or like I think so. I feel like it's probably that you've ever heard of there's pickleball Olympics I believe. Wow. No, Sometimes. I think that it probably will become an Olympic sport. Oh, hmm. For sure. Yeah. 
I think it'll be put in the Olympics. It's getting huge. My mother-in-law plays it with... Everybody plays. Dan's uncle, aunt, his two uncles, and then their wives. And they just, like, my brother so and sister. on leads. My brother and sister-in-law have been Terry playing for, Laurie, like, 20 years. Terry and Lori are the first people I ever heard of playing friend, it. I, my brother hurt himself. He did? In pickleball? A long time ago. And I said I hadn't heard of pickle pickleball yet. It's a dumb name. So it's a long time ago. It is a weird So name. I said, oh, how'd you hurt yourself? He said, by playing with him all. Mm. I'm like, what's, I'm like, tickleball? <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, play anything. Cool. I don't know. That's real nice. Oh, change the, Charlie's like, change your story. Yeah. Pickleball. Tickleball. Tickleball. Did he hurt his mouth? Well, why was he talking <laughs> like talking that? Like that. Yeah. Oh, it just was a glitch on the phone. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Yeah, I thought he was saying tickleball. Have I'm you like, played no, pickleball? my brother needs no. to. Yeah, I've never out. played it. Oh, it's, I, I took a lesson with my friend who is a certified instructor because mm-hmm. she plays mm-hmm. it so often now. My friend Laura Bickhammon, who lives in Georgia, and it is fun. So in what way is it not tennis? It's not it's tennis because sh- the court is shorter. Smaller and it's ball. easier. Uh, than tennis? It's, it's easier. Smaller than tennis it's ball. a smaller like, ball than tennis, right? It's a no, wiffle ball. It's bigger. No, yeah, it's a bigger big wiffle ball. Bigger? Oh, I thought it was smaller. It's bigger wiffle it's balls with holes in it. Well, what do you get pickle from? I don't Apparently, know. Apparently some family invented this. Somebody, I, I've, well, I've heard several versions, but the one that I've heard more than one time is some family invented it because somebody hurt their knee or something and couldn't play tennis. Hmm. So they invented this game. I think they played with like a wiffle ball. Oh, okay. And their tennis rackets at first, and then they thought it was so much fun. Other people started seeing them playing it at some park or something, and then it just. But it could be another story. Hmm. I don't Apparently, know. Apparently, it comes Pritchard. from a rowing term. Yeah. A pickle boat is yeah. a, a. It's basically like the bench of rowing. It's a boat made up of leftover rowers that weren't picked. So pickle, pickle ball is for basically. So bad it's like players. basically, yeah. Oh. Rowing yeah, is players, you got yeah. the main rowboat and you got the pickle boat. So then you got tennis and then you got oh, pickleball. Pickle but okay. Barney McCollum claims it's because of a dog. Okay, so when you go further down the story, it's who a dog's knows? name. Great. Hmm. Um, That's the thing that the I know story that Joan created it. Oh, gosh. Well, the thing that I know about pickleball, I played it a few times because my mother-in-law has in, at her condo has a tennis court that has pickleball. Oh yeah. On it, and yep. so. We've played it a few times, and she really likes it because she has a bad knee. Her brother plays it because he has a bad back, and then all of them are older to be, you know, like running around for tennis. Tennis can be hard Mm -hmm. after a certain age, and they play pickleball, and they all just absolutely love it, and nobody ever has any problems with their knees or their back or their whatever, but it's still exercise, you're outside, you're... Strategy. Well, we just went out to dinner with Doug and Heidi Becker last week. Indeed. And they were both like serious tennis players. Yeah. Yeah. And they get uh, 8:30 every morning. They go to this park. Oh, still. And they play pickleball every day. As you say, they play ten new courts. They're putting in so many courts. They're everywhere. It's unbelievable. There's indoor leagues. There's somebody's planning some big facility out in Eden Prairie or something. They're oh, going to really? put in like a huge indoor thing. Pickleball. Yeah. Dedicated to pickleball only. And there the nice go. thing for parks is 
How many parks have tennis courts that never get used? Oh, all of them. All they have to do is put a smaller line around, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you got a pickleball court, and people are using the tennis courts. Wow. Yep. Hmm? Well, the problem with a lot of tennis courts in the park system is they're cracked and in terrible condition. But now that people actually want to use them, they're calling and saying, hey, can you fix that crack? Mm -hmm. And they just did that at Walnut Ridge Park near us. Yep. They resurfaced the whole thing, and they turned it into pickleball slash tennis courts. And now somebody is there all the time. Yeah. I Hmm. see little kids playing pickleball. Mm -hmm. Guys are playing pickleball. And um, you can get pretty mean with pickleball. I mean, I guess people can get really competitive like crazy. Really? Well, you can play oh, okay, it like then. friendly fun. That's hilarious. Or people can get Well, you can nuts. do that with anything. Well, that's true. One of Dan's aunts, I guess, is very, very serious about it. <laughs> well. She takes it very seriously. Well, see, most people, I think, kind of play it for fun. And uh, apparently the way the ball bounces, because it's got the holes in it, it just, it, everybody says it's just fun. Hmm. So, That's what everybody says. It's I don't very, know. I'm going to try to play it. I'm going to learn how to play it when we go to Florida this yeah, year. Yeah, you need to go on the, a league. The I know. Pickleball league. Yeah. Well, apparently, like I said, most people just play pickup things. Once they once you get to like a level where you know the rules and you know how to play and you're decent enough to <laughs> hang with other people, most people just go to the park and they put your paddle in and you wait for a round to come in. Because you want to play with... Uh, doubles i think mostly mm. yeah you can play it solo you but can yeah if you're especially if you're if you have a bad knee or whatever doubles is well doubles are just supposed to be more fun so yeah, i don't know when you play solo you can play it by yourself well or you mean well, no, one, I mean, one, 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 one yeah, yeah, okay singles. Singles. okay yeah. no, no, i was like you'll get <laughs> a wall <laughs> no no you can play you can play singles or doubles but most most people play doubles hmm you know what I love about sports is that in a, in a lot of sports like football, baseball, basketball, that stuff, you think you're really good in like junior high school and then you go to high school and find out you're really not that good mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to everybody. Uh, that happened to me, as a matter of fact. We used to play baseball over at Sunset Park right there just behind your dog clinic over on Washburn and Broadway. Yep. Your dog clinic. Uh, Jude's dog clinic. I used to brag to everybody, yeah, let me just tell you something. I just I can hit a baseball a lot further than everybody else. I don't know. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm I'm really good at it. I can hit the ball, you know, 370 feet or whatever. And this is, you know, I'm junior high school, yeah. so pretty good, right? <laughs> and we played a game once, and a guy named Mark Marrows, my good buddy, hit it about 500 feet and went, well, I guess I'm not that good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. We Okay, so we went to this play, Tinkerbell, at Jefferson High School Jefferson in high Bloomington, school. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I parked, of course, on the weirdest area because my GPS took me to the sports complex. They have a sports <clears throat> complex there. Where? At Jefferson. I couldn't oh, I believe didn't know that. I couldn't believe how <laughs> oh. nice the facilities were and the the auditorium <coughs> was like a beautiful. professional, beautiful, mm-hmm. unbelievable auditorium. So I'm walking through it. There's a there's a football game going on, a soccer game going on. Uh, girls volleyball tournament going on. I, st- I stopped and I looked at, in on the girls volleyball. I can't, those girls in high school are so good. Yeah. Unbelievable. These little, I mean, short girls can just spike the ball like crazy. I couldn't, uh, their coaching is just so much better than 
when well, we I mean, were in school. Also... We didn't even have coaches. It was usually the math, <laughs> the math instructor. That's just like yeah, it was the coach for everything. We didn't have like professional coaches. Well, it's also a lot more or less unusual these days to like they'd start playing volleyball when they're eight years old yeah. and they never ever stop oh, yeah that wasn't really a thing until semi recently my yeah. niece is a very serious high school volleyball player i think she's a sophomore this year she's in nebraska and she's she in like nebraska six two, she's six three six three mm-hmm. she's big. not even done growing probably mm-hmm. how old is she she's a sophomore in high school so she She's done growing. She could it might grow be. More. I grew till I was nineteen. She could, uh, mm. um, but she's probably done growing. But she's six three, and she just started playing volleyball. I'd say the last three years. Yeah. Hmm. But she's exceptionally good at it. But she is very tall. Well, yeah, and that she's helps. yeah. She got a. She's got letter she's, in the mail from Rutgers. She's got interest like, letters already. No. Well, that's she's the other thing. 15. It's like six yeah. foot tall girls aren't Man. really that <laughs> uncommon. Not anymore. anymore. They've got like four of them on her team. They're they're everywhere. In Watertown, half of the teenage girls are my height. Whereas, you know, 30 years ago, a girl over 5'10 was unusual. I was was very tall in high Mm -hmm. school. There's one girl taller than me. No, two girls taller. I don't know if it's better nutrition or the bovine growth hormone or what. (laughs) Kids wait. I mean, we got yeah, high school linemen that are like 350, 400 pounds. Oh, yep. They're in high school. That was not a thing yeah. 50 years Why ago. Why is that? I mean, uh, it's weird. It'd yeah. McDonald's and that pink <laughs> stuff in the, <laughs> yeah. in the food. It's yeah, the pink stuff. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, honestly, if you think about it. That's why my kids are so tiny. They don't eat fast food. advertising, then that's great pink stuff. If you think about it, 50 years ago, was it even possible to, like, measure out, okay, I need you know 25 milligrams of creatine and, you know, this well, much taurine. Yeah. People didn't do that. Yeah. Even if they could, they didn't because it's like, why would you put that much effort into a high school sport? Whereas now high school sports in some places are seen as a huge deal. And it's oh, worth, yeah. It's oh, worth yeah. making it literally your entire life. But that wasn't really, you know. Well, you well, can it's get like, free college. Yeah. Well, it's like eSports. People are making millions of dollars playing League of Legends. Oh, I mean, can you even imagine... You know, when I was a kid, when video games were just like, you know, Mario 3, can you imagine someone putting 12 hours a day into it so that they can go make millions of dollars? No. It just wasn't a thing. But now, you can play StarCraft, you can play all sorts of different games, you can play Counter-Strike, and you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Oh, how, by playing in tournaments? Yeah. Oh, okay. You go to tournaments, and if your team wins, then you get the endorsement (coughs) money, and, well, you get endorsements, too, like like uh, an athlete. They'll be like, oh, uh, endorse my cool keyboard. And we'll give you how many thousands of dollars? Oh. But we didn't wow. even envision the games to even make money. Well, no. I mean, yeah. back then, like, back then, Pong. something like yeah, I remember when Pong yeah. came Pong, out. Yeah. Mario Three was an incredibly complex game for its time, and yeah. now it's yeah, not even. What was you the can't one even that I liked with them. the pills? Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what this shows how Andy and I were as children. Andy did all the games, everything, and I was like, <coughs> I only played Mario Paint. Paint. Mario Paint was awesome. I yeah. loved Mario Paint. It was the only one that I liked. Oh, Donkey Konga. Donkey Konga. Yeah, yeah. See, like that. Music Donkey and painting. That was like the. <laughs> I played a lot of Mario Paint. I was the artistic you, child, I, but I you mean, played everything. Do you play Tiger Woods anymore? No. Oh yeah, you were totally in the Tiger Woods. In Florida, I can play it, but I can't get it up here. They stopped making it. Yep. Yeah, they stopped making it. There's you can't play it on a modern one. computer. There's nope, got to be another one that no. you could do. Really? 
No, it sucks. They're nowhere. Really? That was a good Why? game. Mm-hmm. That was a really good game because it was hard. Oh, you mm-hmm. loved that game. Now you can just you can just go like that and it hits it right down the middle. Yeah. It's oh. not fun. Let's oh. see. Most recent one was 2014. Wow. Oh, I thought it was 2012. I didn't even know they had one in 14. Well, Uh, Tiger should definitely uh, do a new version and make another billion dollars. Well, the problem is they have made uh, (laughs) 15 of them. I think people are just kind of sick of it. Well, and when did Tiger kind of get into some problems? I was going to say, when did Tiger. That's why you should do it. When did all that stuff come out about him? Because he was pretty much canceled a long time ago. Car accident? No, but farther than that. Oh, the cheating? With the golf club when she was. Yeah, hitting him with that. It's got to be 10, 12 years One of my favorite South Park running gags is anytime Tiger Woods is on screen. He'll be on screen. They'll make an episode about him. He'll be doing stuff for like 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden the door opens. You son of a bitch. I never should have married you. Scandinavian woman. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, it was a big deal. That was a huge deal. That was 2019, so they kept making Tiger Woods games for five more years. Wow. Jupiter. Or 2009. 2009. Was 2009? 2009. Well, yeah, because his kids so much oh, so old older now and he was a little kid at that time yeah, so that kid is good that kid's right. a great player there was also yeah. a car crash at that time yeah he had one uh, then too yeah he yeah. had the yeah, not yeah, yeah. as bad as this one he's but. had multiple car crashes okay yes. that one he backed into somebody or he's a big no, mess his car did he, did he? The, that one that was the recent one there was another one before the, that. Oh. He ratched his car around really a tree recently. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, they made a Rory, Rory McIlroy PGA Tour in McElroy. 2015. Rory. Whatever. Rory. Who could not name the Beatles? And that George didn't... George Lucas. Yep. That killed, the, uh, that killed the franchise. He, he no. couldn't name the Beatles. What? Rory. How yeah, old is Rory McIlroy? He's got to be young. He's old. is younger than me. He's 33. He's been around a long time. He hit the scene. He's, yeah, two months, three months older than Alex. Almost exactly. <gasps> Can I tell you my Did favorite you? sports story of all time? No. Please okay, do. I won't. Never mind. Okay. No, you said no, so I'm not doing it. Forget it. No, I thought you said, did I tell you? No, can I? May I tell you? Oh, may you? Very quick story. You know Andy Fisher. I do this to my son. You just do this with my kids all the time. Can I do this? I don't know. Can you? (laughs) Andy Fisher is my oldest, dearest friend. I've known him for since I was 11 years old. How's he doing? Uh, Not well. I got to get out and see him. I still haven't seen him. I I have to get out and see him. But I will never forget this. He he started at. running back on the Minneapolis North High School football team, right? You know the story. Mm-hmm. Sounds risky. I do. It's a great story. So he started at that running back, Minneapolis North High School, and I can't remember who they were playing. It didn't really matter, but I'm standing there at the, the, the Polar's Stadium. Well, it wasn't a stadium. It was a, like a you know one-level stadium. And Fisher scores a touchdown. Then he breaks a long run, scores another touchdown. Uh-huh. Then he scores a third touchdown. And I'm standing with a bunch of African-American kids that, you know, went to, we went to, all went to school together. And one of them turns to the other one, he goes, who the hell is that white boy scoring all, scoring all them touchdowns? And the other guy goes, it be Fisher. <laughs> so his nickname was It Be for like the next oh, 25 yeah. years. It Be. It Be, yeah. it be Fisher. It be. <laughs> so yeah, like Tim Laudner. Hey, how's It Be doing? He always calls him It Be. What a great line. That's one thing about sports that I do love. 
I mean, Andy Fisher was, was like a lot smaller. Was, yeah, well, Andy Fisher was a lot smaller than the rest of them, but he was just so talented. Isn't he like so five, tough. six or something? Five, seven, yeah. Five, yeah. He's a tough guy, though, right? Oh, yeah. God, is, is he like a Jack ever? Russell Terrier. Yeah. 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 That, what did he do someone with his hands? Like, he broke his hands on somebody? Or, yeah. 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 Oh, he could fight. Ooh, yeah. he could fight. No question about that. So. It really is all about attitude, for the most part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 90% yeah. of the time, it's all about attitude. Yeah. I suppose that is true. The other 10% is, yeah, you meet some guy who's twice your size, and he also happens to be a psychopath. Hmm. That doesn't end well. But nope. It's a little danger there, is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, I would or if have. someone's been drinking a whole lot. Yeah. Speaking of giant guys, Hagrid died. Oh, yeah. yeah Hagrid died, oh, that's from, right. From uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Hagrid. Oh. He was only 72, but he was a giant yeah, human being. Yeah, huge they people They don't tend to don't. live long. It's like dogs. Oh, I didn't Stress know that organs. was, he was in CGI... Oh, he's a, enhanced. He's, he was nope, that big. He was that big of a oh. person. Yeah. Well, let's oh, let's see. I thought they enhanced him somehow. Did he Robbie run off with another giant? Coltrane. Huh? Didn't he run off at the end with another giant? Or he he died in the book, <laughs> didn't he? I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, I think he met like some yeah giantess. Yeah, yeah. Then, but I thought he, nah, I thought he was one of them that died at the end. But maybe oh, not. No, everyone died. I know. I he's only friend, six one. My friend Michael. Yeah, so they did enhance. Him. They definitely did. Oh. He, but well, he was in like the a, books, he's 12 feet tall. But, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> but he, he's only 6'1"? Yeah, but he was also a larger man width-wise. Yeah. Oh, So yes. I'm sure he probably is, he had heart failure or something. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, what did he die of? Let's see here. I know. My friend Michael just knows every, remembers everything about everything that happened in Harry Potter, and he, like, references it to me all the time and then looks he at me. He like, reads it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, I look at him blankly. Oh, I yeah. don't know. There's a lot that happened. And he always, gets, that he always gets mad at me. Mm-hmm. I did. I read up to four, and then I oh. stopped because the movies came out. And I didn't like the first <coughs> movie very much because it, it cut out a lot, it of, cut out a lot of stuff. And yeah. I was wow. all upset. Yeah. My favorite and then I was part like, of the first book was the potions that they had to do in oh. the, the trials or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. The potion trial. That's not in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was all upset that they didn't do certain things. So I was like, okay, I should stop reading the books and then watch do the movies, and then I'll read the books Another time. Actually, I think I've read through five. How many are there? Seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. Yeah. And then there's a couple, like, side books. Or... I didn't read any of yeah. them. Mm. They're really good. They read really fast. Yep, I mean, they're, they're big. Books. They're big, them. but they're... Yeah. Oh, I read the first, like, reads. four, I think. Yeah. I didn't really I... care for the last two books. I don't, it just got so depressing. It got really depressing. Yeah, I just, like... Why know. did it get so depressing? Well, because you have you to know. go towards some massive conflict if you're writing seven books about something. And the closer yeah, you I get suppose. to the conflict, the darker things get. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. Well, that's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Roger Maris of Nissan's. 
No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. There's this guy on Instagram that part of his account is... Um, like plot holes in Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Mm. There's like, and he pretends to be a reporter, and he's like this, t- this episode of blah blah blah, and then he, like one of them was P- Professor Filch, or just Filch. He wasn't a professor. He's the he's guy, the who guy got with the cat. Right? Yeah, he's the guy. He's like the groundskeeper. Oh, no, no groundskeeper of... is Hagrid. He he is the guy inside the building with the cat. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's like, and she's, and he's got like, like the, the warden or whatever. Hair yeah. and he's all, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, part of the school explodes, and there's all this rubble, and he's like standing there with a broom, sweeping yeah. it up, and he's like, in a world where anything can be fixed with a wave of a wand, it's confusing why they chose to give this man a broom. That is true. <laughs> Probably because they don't want to waste magic on trivial yeah, they, things. They need to say their MP. Yeah. And like Hermione erased her parents' memories yep. so they would forget that she existed mm-hmm. because she was like, well, I'll probably die in this battle with Voldemort mm-hmm. and I don't want them to be whatever because they were muggles. Right. Oh. Um, and then he was pretending to be her parents and was like, I'm getting, I got a letter from my mom asking why we moved to Australia and who's Hermione <laughs> and all this stuff. And they were like, I don't know. Let's never talk about mm-hmm. this again. <laughs> nice. Honey, I found all these report cards from uh, yeah, a kid, exactly. but I don't recognize I them. Yeah, and they're, no, because she, all the photos are... Photos are all erased. Oh, erased, oh. but there was one frame, and he's like, this says, your beloved daughter. Yeah, exactly. Who's that? And they're just like, let's not talk about this ever again. Mm. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, Melissa hates when I do that. What? We're watching something, and I'll be like, uh, that's not possible. Oh, because... point out the plot holes. Yeah, yeah Dad exactly. does that a lot, Dad too. does that all the time. Well, what? Plot holes. You ruin movies. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> plot holes bother me. Can we just talk about um, A Quiet Place? Should we mention that? Yeah. Why? And then you can go, you can oh, go on and on and on. Because there's ridiculous <laughs> things oh, in that movie. Oh, but that's oh. not the point. That's... Live behind the waterfall. Exactly. Build your house by yeah. the waterfall, for there God's sake. And who lets their kid go in the back of the line? Exactly. Dad, Dad yeah. just might as well have no. given that kid yeah. over. You're yeah. supposed yeah. to have an a vanguard, vanguard and an a rear guard when you're yeah. in formation. Yeah. See? Yeah. Okay, so what do you want me to ruin? Let's go. That was horrible. Never mind. I was going to watch Hocus Pocus 2 last night, and then I fell asleep. We'll wait till... Really? 
Oh, I just heard that it's. I mean, well, they're all much older now, so they probably don't have the energy. And they were just like they just tried too hard, and they tried to make it relevant to kids today. But they should have just kept it with the millennials, like grown with, like Frozen. Frozen One was a lot more simple, and then Frozen Two. But I mean, but Frozen Two got like scarier and (laughs) more intense. (laughs) But no, I'm just no, I'm saying that the. There's a difference in the movie. It's yes. like it's, it's like the darker. movies grew with well, the yeah, people yeah. that watched. It's for aging or yes. growing up children. Yes, because exactly. they were very young when they watched the first yes. one, and now they're older. Exactly. So like watching, I know a lot of kids that are Fawn's age that love Frozen One, but they hate Frozen Two because it's too scary. Because they're still mm. so too little. Hmm. Because it's meant for, you know, seven to ten year olds. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine trying to make like a uh, Casablanca remake for modern <coughs> kids. Yeah, yeah. It just wouldn't it's like, doesn't work make any sense. at all. Yeah. It, w- it no. wouldn't make any sense. No. You want to get to some serious subject? Catherine and I, thanks to uh, Lindsay Basham, yes, watched a movie over the weekend called A Call for a Spy. Hmm. It oh, was phenomenal. Yeah. Really, really, really. Oh my! Yeah. Did you watch? Did you no, see you it? told me about it. Oh my God! That movie's good. Seriously, the acting is. I think I want to run something by the listeners and the four of you. And I don't not I'm not anti-American or anything like that, but I really think that British actors are better actors than American actors. They handle switchovers, all that kind of stuff, much better well, than Americans. Yeah, do. well, and also the British culture is to be is um, to be more calm, cool, and collected. That's yeah, true. yeah. It's not to be hysterical at all times like we are. You know, we're constantly. What are you looking screaming. at me for when you say we're constantly? Hysterical. You know, stressed out and anxious. That's not cool. When you're British, you're not supposed to act like that. Well, that is one thing. It's a lot of actors right now. You can tell that they grew up watching Robin Williams and oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, absolutely. And they yeah. really want to be Jim Carrey, <laughs> yep. but they're not. Yeah, so well, they just kind yeah. of overact all well, the time. On all the Saturday Night Live, it's attack the stage and attack, you know, all exactly. that big, 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 get attention, get attention, and get attention. But in in British culture, that's just not the way it is. So mm-hmm. I think they're just they just underplay things. So they're more. But, I mean, Natural. to be fair, immediately after the Monty Python era, British wow. acting was pretty crappy because they were all Monty Python. They were all imitating yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. So I mean, Monty Python acting is crappy, but yes. that's yes, the it's point. Very, it's yeah, like it's, Seinfeld. It's, the acting yeah. is yeah. horrible. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but it's I like only, we're just in a stage right now where actors are awful. and They're not very good. That's no. true. American actors are not very well, good right now. Don't. I mean, English and Australian actors also have to do so so much more with accents. Yeah, they you know, do. Where, yep. You know, you'll That's like true. hear them talk, which I still mm. think your your last day on KQ, you should come out with like a a different accent. Just the like, entire my time. My whole me. life, I've talked like come this. Come on, yeah. look like this. <laughs> I've been putting on an act now for thirty-seven years. I was not too long ago Scottish. in Australia, there were hardly any actors and mm-hmm. actresses. Nobody went into the, no very little. They didn't have like a Hollywood. They didn't have like yep. a theater community. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and I, I, maybe maybe was it's like Crocodile fifty years Dundee ago or something that? like that. Yeah, probably, he was probably the first famous Australian. Well, then they opened up an acting school mm. in Australia, and people had, people were going there. And then all of a sudden, we started seeing this trickle of of Australian <laughs> actors and actresses. And now they've got a film industry, and they've been producing their own things for like 50, 60 years. Well, but they, yeah, they before had to, then they just didn't have the industry. They had right. to spend a couple centuries wiping out all the uh, exploding <laughs> wasps and toxic. Yeah. 
vines yeah. and everything that's <laughs> constantly trying to kill them. That's One thing I will tell true. you, if you're going to watch, call for a spy. Oh. It's called a call to spy. Mary a call to spy from okay. Down Abbey is in it. Oh, oh wow! Mary's in it. Mary, yeah, whatever her name is, she pops up every once in a while. Like she was like yeah, she's really in a good. cowboy in a Netflix series. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got that. I think on a watch list. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, but. Who knows? But this she's really good in this. It's called. It's a call to spy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, mostly British women, one American woman, and if you and I don't want to tip off anything else, but I would say this: at the end of the movie, when they roll the credits, if you're not tearing up, you have no heart or soul. Yeah. These women g- gave themselves up to try to protect the people of Europe. It was un. They were all women. Also, oh, it's like a historical drama. Yeah, it's true. It's a true well, story. Yeah, it's a, it's based on. Real people, which oh, I mean, we, God only knows, you know, how, what they did with the facts. But the fact was, well, yeah. is that Churchill was installing all of yes. these spies all over. Well, spying and was a big thing in World War Two. Well, it was the only way. Everywhere. It was the only way to to do anything. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, Germany had taken over pretty much everything except for what Spain and Portugal. Portugal that was about it. and. And England at that point. Yeah, that was it. Everything else was <coughs> occupied by yeah, the Nazis. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So they were trying, you know, they were trying to get uh, signals through and all this stuff. So they had to do these little, you know, tiny little bunches of people. It was very scary stuff. They were very brave. Oh, I can't. Were they ever. I was like, <laughs> if somebody came to you with that proposal, we're going to drop you in behind mm-hmm. enemy lines and you're going to spy on people and everyone's going to try <laughs> to kill you or and, and probably torture you to death. I mean, would you like to do that? Yikes. Hard no from me. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you and I were talking about that. this, uh, I think yesterday, was the amount of loyalty people had at that point well, you know like because yeah. they were doing yeah. it for yep. they, yeah. they were different in the way that they were doing yeah. it for their country or for justice yeah. or for you know it's just that's true it's it amazing, was a different time you know? and people were people knew <clears throat> people definitely knew people that were dying in the yeah. war i mean you didn't there's no way you could not know oh, somebody yeah. that was dying or dead from yeah. the war yeah. Yeah. yeah and this is not giving anything away because it happens at the very beginning of the film but the american woman who volunteers has a wooden leg. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it, it appears at the very beginning of the, the of the movie, but she had a wooden leg and went and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's and like, he, holy Christ! Are you looking at the cast? You're a lot tougher uh, yeah. than I am. Okay, the woman that played the American was she an American or was she a British actress well, being an American? One she of these was. Is American. Well, she was the major. She was a very major. <coughs> Mom's got a chill dial it in. Yes, she's American. Yeah. She is American. Sarah Megan Thomas. Mm. She was fantastic. She was, she was really, really good. good. So mm-hmm. was the t- the host woman though, the one who brought them all together. Who was yes. that? She was terrific they all in that were movie. Really good. They were. Yeah. It was just you, a very well done movie. You never saw Guardians of the Galaxy, did you? No. no. That was the best use of the w- a wooden leg ever. Oh, what was it? The guy, Bradley Cooper, who plays the raccoon, yeah, sure. he like can put anything together so like he can make this keyboard out of like 50 mm. things and he sends these guys out on a on a goose chase, you know, to find all yeah, this stuff yep. and he has one of the guys get this guy's fake leg and then when he shows up he's like, oh, I just got to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? not? to the guy who's missing his leg. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. At all. The weird thing is that movie came out in 2019, yeah. and I've, nobody I know has ever, ever even of heard of it. 
What? No, I've never heard of it. Well, it's office of 700,000, so. That's all? Mm-hmm. Did Ralph well, hate it? Well, it came out in 2019, so yeah, okay. there you oh, go. It was released in the United States October 2nd, 2020. Oh, right in the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, Ralph hate that? Ralph hate the movie? Ralph hates every movie. Well, that's why we listen to Lindsay and not yeah. Ralph. <laughs> well, he hates every movie and every restaurant except for his <laughs> chosen three of each. Well, no, Ralph that's was true. just sick of depressing. Uh, movies mm. and I'm with well, him there. But he finds a, something to be perturbed with with every well, movie. Well this movie was definitely very very serious subject matter but yeah. it also like you, like Michael was saying it really made you feel like geez these people were very dedicated yeah. to their cause and I mean there was a, I guess if you were living in that time you would feel differently. Mm-hmm. About Hitler would have destroyed the world. He yeah. would have destroyed yeah. the whole damn planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a nut job that guy was. Is it unfair to call Hitler nuts? No. I mean, whoever's offended by that can stay offended. Yeah, Yeah. stay offended. Well, it was just amazing, too, at how long it took America to get into the war. Yeah, well, yeah, they were double dealing, you know. (laughs) They were. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Yeah. I understand Greece played a very important part yes, in World War II. Yes, there's nothing more important than people named like Economopolis. <laughs> ah, there he is. There's a very big name. <laughs> Coming off a morning Falcon win. Kostaki, we're talking about Falcon a movie win. called A Call to Spy. It is it got 700,000 box office. It was released during the pandemic, and it is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. It's mm. really good. What's it called? A Call to Spy. It's about these women who were recruited to spy on Germans during World War II. One of them Nazis. was an American woman with a wooden <laughs> leg, and she still did it. And she was phenomenal. She was. Wow. wow. Great movie. It's based Great. on a true story? Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Real That's people. That's interesting. I'll have to check that oh, out. Oh, God, it's good. It's amazingly My- good. My dad had an artificial leg, so that's a uh, mm. little bonus for me. Yeah, really? you guys ever take it? I think you've told the story about that before. Really? Yeah. I Do you guys ever so. take it? <laughs> did you hide his we leg? Never took it. You did hide we his never, leg, didn't yeah. you? I could tell by the we laugh never, you did. We never hit it, but we did tease him about it. Mm-hmm. He he was a he was a guy. He taught me the importance of laughter and laughing about everything, and we would kid around about it. And uh, 
he when I was a little kid, he would let me do a trick. Like if a new friend came over to the house, I could push like a pin into his knee, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and my yeah. friend's oh. eyes would like bug out of their face and then I would pull up his pants yeah. to reveal it was just a hinge. I like you know? that. You could do the yeah. Ricky Bobby. The Ricky Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good dude. I miss him. I'm going to try to follow in his footstep. So, okay. Have you ever, have oh, you, that's have nice. Have you ever worked it into your act? I, I have here and there, but it's I haven't found a way that makes me feel good at the end of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they, here's a line that I did for a while that I think is funny, but it kind of doesn't <laughs> go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the line? Um, what are you doing? They say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That is not yes. true. He was very easy to push over. <laughs> <laughs> well, so see. that's funny, but it's kind of like it's a very Mitch Hedberg kind of line. Choking over. You feel a little doing? dirty when it's over. You know, like <laughs> I don't know what. To, I don't know what to do. I've been trying to write about my dad for years, and I just haven't found the right angle. I don't know. What was your father's name? Vasilis. No, but that's right. He Vasilis. has said that. He's yep. told us about that before. Yeah, and it's and and in the, in the Greek tradition, not all Greeks do this, but the old school tradition is to name the first son after the father's father, mm. and then the second son after the mother's father, mm. and the first daughter after the father's mother. There, so, my grandfather's name Constantinos, my name, and my, and then you get the middle name from your dad. So I'm mm. Constantinos Vasilis Economopoulos. I would have been and, Ivan Robert. And, Ivan Pretty. Robert. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Not great either. Ivan so My first name would be who? My grandfather? My dad's yes. father. The- Robert. He'd be right. Robert Thomas. Right. I'd be Robert Thomas. I'd there be you Harold. Go. That's a very author kind of name. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Should write books yeah, about Prussia. Is- yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, the the Greek tradition with the names is kind of funny because when I was a kid, again, as as the society has grown and become more modern, it's changed. But when I was a kid, I would say 40% of the children on the beach were had my same name, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and parents should just yell out, Kostaiki, you know? And, I would, you know, seven kids would turn to see what was going on. Wow. Well, exaggerating would... a little bit, but it's th- there's there's about ten sort of names that you hear a lot. It's like being America. named Mike in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for a while. We know a yeah. lot of Mikes. Yeah. I yeah. looked at yeah. my phone just when you guys were saying that. Uh, Michael, Michael, Michaela, yeah. Michael, Michael, Michael. Oh, yeah. Then we got Mick, yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Holy yeah. well, God, I know, yeah, a, lot you know a lot Michael's oh. been Holy one Anna. of the top names for, yeah, for males decades, for decades. as yeah. long as names have existed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very popular yeah. name. Yeah. At least it's the Bible, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, yes. That helped. I suppose, yes. That helped popularize the <laughs> name. Mm-hmm. So, Kostaki, yeah, how have you been? I got a five and one team that I'm not all that uh, fond of. I mean, that's great. They're five and one, yeah. but can they beat anybody any good? I, well, I we'll see. They've, you know, that five and one. I'd happily yeah. trade. I know. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't know. The good news is the Packers keep losing. Yeah. Yes. So you're in. You know, division wise, you're in good shape. Yep. I was uh, sobering week for the Packers fans, yeah. and they hate being sober. Right. right? <laughs> I, I like it. I was hearing a theory on another uh, another show that uh, that the records are based on the best coaches. 
and the Vikings have a really good coach. They and do. when you look at who's th- four and one or or five and yeah five and one now, that's there's a, an argument can be made for that. And the teams that aren't playing well don't have good coaches. Why do we have a suckwad quarterback? Well, now? that's yeah. a different story. Yeah, he got into a fight with the offensive coordinator. Yesterday. I heard that. Yeah, I, I just he's, don't think he's any good. Yeah, well, he's not he's good for the system. Average. I think. Yeah, he's the fifteenth best quarterback in the world <laughs> right now. Look at there us. you go. I mean, hey, I'd, I'd the, pay. I'd be the fifteenth best quarterback in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd I'd take it. Be the fifteenth best at anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I'd take it. He's. He's. I think he's. This is a legit. I think he's the bottom of the range of guys that you could win a Super Bowl with. If all the mm, other things fall the right way. I don't even know if he way. can do that. I don't think he I don't can think he could. face up to playoff defenses. Right. Oh, well, it looks like we're going to see. You yeah. know who's got one of the best defenses in football right now? The Atlanta Falcons? No. <laughs> would it have somebody you know, in New England? Stuff. I would say New England. What a New shock. England's got an amazing defense. Where are you from again? Oh, uh, New England. I forgot. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just they've got saying. a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, they've got a great not coach. particularly great right mm-hmm. now, but they're winning with a rookie fourth-round Round. quarterback. Yeah. So Jeez, that's them. amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have to hand it to them. They're, they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. They always do. They always figure out a way to, to be okay. Except I mean, for their Miami. Their floor is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Teddy yeah, except Miami. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots cannot but, play in Miami for whatever reason. No, I don't know what whatever it is. It's, it's their Eli Manning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I finally found your Achilles heel. Yeah, yes, the head did. catch. <laughs> <laughs> It was a total meltdown in Green Bay. You know, mm-hmm. melted cheese. <laughs> mm, now we're talking. And and it's salty cheese, you know, because of the tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jets uh, Sauce Gardner celebrated the win over the Packers by wearing a cheese head around. Uh, I saw that. Nobody in Wisconsin likes a spicy sauce. Mm. You see, they're very, <laughs> they're very white. No, um, Kostaki, can I tell you one thing before you move on? Yeah. I'm driving home from, uh, I don't know, I was in Wisconsin for some reason. There was a Viking, Viking Packer football game, and I can't even remember who won the game, but I'm driving along, and all of a sudden there's all these cop cars on I-94 and blah, blah, and I, as I drive by, I see a car flipped on its roof, and I did find out later that nobody got seriously injured, thank God. Nobody, but it was sitting on its roof in the ditch, and as I drove by, I looked down, and there were four cheese heads on the roof. Oh. Now, this car is upside mm-hmm. down. Oh, dear. They had four cheese heads on the roof, so they were all wearing a cheese head when the car flipped Might up. have been some alcohol involved, maybe. <laughs> Thank God yeah. nobody got hurt. So that's the good thing. Could have protected them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah could have. Might have saved, saved their, might have saved their lives. Yeah. It's true. There you go. If they were Vikings fans, they'd all be dead. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. A bunch of horns flying around inside the car. Yeah. Yeah. There was a T-shirt I saw this weekend, and it was purple shirt, yellow writing. And when you were far gold away from writing, it, when you were far away from it, it said, we always win, but when you got closer to it, in between, it said, we almost always, al- al- we almost always almost win. <laughs> we almost, there you go. I like that. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's good kind of us Works in a nutshell. So your Bulldogs got a little help from Tennessee this week. Oh, I love What's better, sad Tom Brady or angry Nick Saban? <laughs> <laughs> I do like Those Nick Saban a lot. Those are two of my lot. favorite yep. things. Yep. Oh. Throw it a miff, Jerry Jones. You got yourself a weekend. 
True. That's the schad Schadenfreude trifecta right there. Schadenfreude. Here. That's one demoralized Bill Belichick from a perfect weekend mm, for me. God. Uh, Brady was yelling at his offensive line. He was so mad he told the O line just to speak to his lawyer. You know, <laughs> oh, that's cool. like you mean like a wife type of thing? Is that what you're implying? Yes, yes. Well, you know. Well, yeah, it's, uh, his he's got some troubles off the field. I have a question Brady. for you. Do you think he'll yep. sue her for for uh, no. alimony? No. Because she's worth like three times yeah. more than he is. So I don't she's, think that. they all have enough it's money. It's really hard just... for me to imagine the best and longest-serving quarterback of, in the history of the NFL. His income is dwarfed by his wife. Yeah, I know. That's it's really a lot of dough. It's wild. <laughs> a lot of dough. That is wild. That is wild. I Who, who knows? I mean – it definitely has the ingredients to be one of the messiest divorces. Oh, of all. God. So mm -hmm. what, what happened? She just wanted him to get out. She, they're not getting divorced because she wanted him to get out of football, are they? That's what I hear. But that's the word. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's, that's sort of the, the default. Yeah. To be fair, if that's what it is, then it's totally understandable. It's been seven years now of like, okay, I'm probably going to retire. Then, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. You know, so if that's it, I she's not completely out of her mind. Um. Uh, you know, on the other hand, they're both complete workaholics and yeah. giant yeah. career mongers. You know? probably never and see And each even other. if he quits football, he's just going to disappear into another career mm -hmm. of something else. That nanny was so, wearing all his rings at one point. You know. Oh, yeah, knows? that's right. That's right. I forgot yeah, about that. You're very committed to that being yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> it is weird. What did he just bought something, though? He bought another business or Tom, Tom Brady just made an investment in something that I guess is working out really well. Yeah, oh, he's among got, other highlights, yeah. he has a he has a uh, a share in a professional pickleball team. Oh, that's right, he does. Go. We're back, oh, to pickleball. back to pickleball. What the hell? <laughs> Love it. Now yeah. I'm gonna take it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How rich are? Wait, you can't buy a whole pickleball team yet. <laughs> they can't be worth that much. I'd what do you got to do to get a whole pickleball team? Somebody was just talking about somebody just quit their job to become some pickleball person. Pickleballer? Yeah, I guess. I that's a thing. Pickleball makes sense as a thing to play because as you get older, like tennis is a little much. Mm -hmm. But watching pickleball? Oh. Can't see that. Where does the money come from? Yeah. I don't well, understand what's happening. Well, we were just talking about how you can make money on things now that you could never before. Uh, and I brought up eSports. Well, there's cards. Let's see. Oh, right. uh, Defense of the Ancients 2 players. Uh, $7 million, $6 million. Okay, Andy, why are you This is all in one game, Defense of the Ancients. Wow. That's David Wang made $2 million playing Fortnite. Uh, Peter Rasmussen <gasps> made $2 million playing Counter-Strike. Peter. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, hold this thought, because I think this is a great point, and yet... As a as a student of the modern world, I get it because you're you're creating views by young people. Yes, on exactly. No. How do you make money at pickleball? Professional yeah. pickleball. Who's watching that? It's people, not the kids. Some, people someone, make apparently. money playing cornhole. Yeah, yeah I mean, you it's can make thing. money on anything, really. Also, a good question. How yeah. does that work? Yeah. Yeah, that's I right. mean, I was. We're, I'm, I'm flipping around and I'm like, they're playing cornhole for a money. Yeah. What? And their chests are covered with sponsor ads. Right? Yeah. Although you yeah. gotta wonder if at some they point look like they looked NASCAR at, drivers. At one point they looked at baseball and said, "How do you make money doing that?" You I know, guess. Or football. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, imagine yeah. 200 years ago, you're in the you know, Yukon, your dad's digging for gold, 
and you're like, okay, Dad, <laughs> I'm going to go into a uh, tavern, and I'm just going to tell jokes for 45 yeah. minutes, uh-huh. and that's how I'm going to make a living. He'd probably kill you on the spot. Although you had, like, yeah. court jesters. You'd, yeah, well. that's true, and they made a lot of money, but they also, you know, if you got... There was one court jester in the kingdom, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's a tough... Hey, gig. even 30 years ago when I told my dad I wanted to be a comedian, he said, you want to be standing comedian? Are you crazy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, standing. He was great, though. He would always support me, and he and mom would always come to the shows when I was in Atlanta. And, you know, they, they gave me a hard time about it, but they were always ridiculously supportive, hmm. which is nice, you know. Hmm. Yeah. I was going to teach. They were, they were both uh, PhDs and professors and teachers, and I was on the same path. I, I got my master's degree in political science, and I was, I was applying to, uh, to PhD programs, and then I decided to save my books and go on the road. <laughs> How much poli sci have you put into your uh, material? You know, in the early days, I did a lot because it was a novelty. I talked about politics uh, yeah. and, and elections. Oh, and I suppose, yeah, and, back wow. then. Nowadays, it's literally everyone's act is it's, nothing it's, but that. It's everywhere, yep. and it's so divisive. And also, just from a personal point of view, I've kind of gotten a little jaded about it, mm-hmm. and I'm less oh, interested yeah. in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of those things have sort of added up, and I don't, talk, I don't touch it at all anymore. Oh, and also, mm-hmm. you... Bill Clinton, from a stand-up comedian perspective, is about as good as it gets. He was he was a gift, and Trump too. But you know, eventually you get to a place where, when you mention even names, it, the world has gotten yeah. so partisan yeah. that yes. you know people's hackles go up. And and also to be fair to the audience, it's not like they're just being crabby. They're you know they're hit with it from social media, oh, late God, night yeah. shows, and all the angles. And they, they're out and about, and they just want to escape some of the hard stuff mm-hmm. in life. They don't want to talk about it, which yeah. I get. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, so, so I, don't, I, don't, I, usually don't, I usually don't touch it at all. Occasionally during an election cycle, I'll write a few jokes about the candidates and what's going on. But I, even that, I, do, I, don't, I don't do much of anymore. Mm-hmm. In the old days, you could do Clinton and Bush jokes, and it wasn't quite so combative. Right. Know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Clinton had a lot of things that's that just like everyone on both sides is like, hey, he probably shouldn't have done that. And same with Bush. <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't yeah, sure. a good idea, you know, but right, right, right. now it's like, yeah, I don't know. They, it, it's more personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yep. I I did a Herschel Walker joke on social media the, the other day, and I kind of winced about it. I think he's in that area where it's like. He's so awful as a candidate that he's funny to both sides. Yeah. But it is it is scary. Like when I was posting it, I was like, oh, God, I hope I don't get a lot of pushback on this. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what. That's you can, we those... can't agree that this guy shouldn't be running for office. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean, know. look who he's running against. They're both horrible candidates. Uh, compare. We can't compare oh, those Ralph, two guys. Raphael Warnock's a horrible he human is... being. I don't even compare... know who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The guys are down in, down the in Georgia. Yeah. The minister, yeah, he's yeah. a minister. Georgia. Yeah. See what I've done here? See, yeah, I know. See, I, I yeah. Way to go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, on Twitter, you could probably make fun of Pol Pot and someone would be like, now hold on a minute. I'm very upset. <laughs> he wasn't that bad. Those Cambodians had it coming. Mm. Pol Pot's a funny reference. Yeah. Okay, let me put it this way, Kostaki. He's, he's the forgotten genocidal dictator. Yeah, I have a right. very, very hard time finding a politician I do like. That's the major problem that I have. I don't like politicians because they're in it for the money, a bunch of scam mm. artist pigs. Mm. Well, they are. It does. 
It, it, it's easier to root for the people who fight in the political sphere on the fringes, right? If you're yes. looking for an interest yes. group mm-hmm. or a cause that you really believe in, right? It's it's a little cleaner. It doesn't feel so slimy. There's not as much yucky compromise to be done, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. So just... in conclusion, no politics jokes. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Uh, we can make fun of Tom Brady some more. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike we do like do that. that. Favorite yeah. thing Something's do. not right with him this year. It's no. like he's separated from victories. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like he's divorced from wins. No, <laughs> oh, divorced from wins. It's, it's like he's seeing other outcomes. <laughs> oh. it, it's like it's like Tom and victories are having irreconcilable differences. You see? Mm. You see, oh, he goes, it, it look, you see. It, you see. Oh, okay. it looks like he might wind up separated from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giselle's lawyers are so good, they've frozen his wins. <laughs> These are the jokes, everybody. They're phenomenal, I think. They're hilarious. <laughs> I think loser of the divorce gets custody of Antonio Brown. <laughs> God, what is his deal? Jesus. Oh, manic depression, that's what. I heard, yeah. Did what did, what did he do this week? He did something else. I can't remember what it is, though. I mean, the last thing I heard was the pool thing. Oh, yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah. Yes. God. Yes. Everyone wants to see your penis at the public pool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wasn't good. it like 22 women or something yeah. like that? Like, Jesus. I don't know, Antonio. Why don't you settle he's, down? He's got some issues. He uh, does, to say the least. Uh, so Tom Brady got fined for the kick and in the infamous mm-hmm. roughing the passer play from last week, which made me think of the old MasterCard ad. Kicking Grady Jarrett, $11,139. <laughs> Kicking your wife to the curb so you can play football forever. Priceless. Oh, that's cold, <laughs> but funny. Did you guys post that uh, that fall bracelet lit or, or um, uh, watch? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's all pro lines. Yeah, yeah. all pro lines, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, if I was Tom yeah, Brady, I would pull the biggest jackass move in the history of humanity, and I would demand alimony. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my earlier question. She makes more than me, so therefore, give Off me. it up. Now, do they apply it for, like, do you have to be a part of the machine that's cranking up to make the money? Like, was he around in her formative model years? Um, I've, it's basically like, I've heard a lot of judgments that are like, <laughs> Well, this spouse is used to this lifestyle, so they should be paid. Yeah, used to lifestyle, or yeah, it doesn't really. You don't have to have anything to do with or, anything. You don't but have to you put her through college or whatever it is, or right. the, the growth. Then that's where it comes from, or that's where it gets determined in the court. Right, and it depends on the state too. Different states have completely different laws about that. Well, you, you, know? could, you could argue it's like okay, I never spent any time with her, therefore she had more time to work. So, it, really, <laughs> I was the one making it happen. There you go. Well, in the old days, you understand where alimony comes from. You know, there's a, there's a woman who's working in the home and putting the guy through <laughs> college, and then he goes off and makes a giant mountain of money, and then he decides to break up with her. Like, you, yeah. you understand where alimony comes from. Mm-hmm. But in a modern universe with these kind of – I mean – Come on. Yeah. Like, I, he I didn't know. help her make that money and vice versa. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I, I mean, broadly, I don't know specifics, but he certainly it certainly can't be a giant swing, right? No, oh, it, it would be funny if he suddenly did that and gained like 200 pounds and lost mm, his hair and, yeah. you know, just sat oh. around. <laughs> oh, 
would be so funny. Fat, <laughs> fat Tom Brady. You know? I think Jay Cutler did some light version <laughs> Jay of Cutler, there's a name. Haven't heard I that think in a Jay while. Cutler's wife requested some money for something, mm-hmm. and he had a, he immediately filed a countersuit. Like, mm-hmm. no, go off yourself, you know. Like, yeah. It's very, very Cutler of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? The Dolphins' third-string quarterback is now hurt. Yep. It's like crazy things God. happen in Florida. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. No, that's never happened before. <laughs> By the way, the Brady is a Florida man at this point. Usually when a Florida man and his wife have it out, it involves crystal meth, a Waffle House, and an alligator. <laughs> wow, wow, the stereotypes. Wow, wow, wow. wow. You know I love Florida. I was born in Florida. I love Florida. Florida does deserve some of the stuff it gets. It sure does. It sure does. Mm -hmm. Depends on where you go, that's for sure. Yes, of course. Yeah. Florida as a state is like a big city where it's like one corner is like the nicest place you've ever been. Yeah. And you go down the block and you're like, holy hell, what happened here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So true. It's like their zoning is like, what the hell? Is there zoning here? That's yeah, <laughs> three miles down the street, watch out for the bow constrictors. I mean, it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> I like that. I, I am going to someday live in Florida because I love it. It was, it too. was the, it was the core of so many of my early formative memories of mm. like going down no. for vacations and spring breaks and yep. fishing trips and that just to feel that humidity and mm. the, that thick grass that grows out of the sand and the palm tree. I love Florida. I'll, I'm going to someday sit on a beach and eat grouper sandwiches yeah summers though sunsets. i don't know i particularly like the gulf coast because you get to see the sun set you don't have to get up for the sunrise i don't know if <laughs> i could handle the but they have more hurricanes on that side that's true is that right yeah yeah absolutely it doesn't even make sense don't they come from the other side i don't know i think they, they bounce Cuba. off the keys somehow yeah it's the warm, shallow waters. <laughs> Probably. It feeds it. Indeed. They come right, yeah, mm-hmm. they come right up Fort Myers in that area. Yeah. Yep. Kostaki, before you go, I have to ask you a baseball question. <laughs> All right. I don't know much, but. Oh, you know this. You know Miguel Sano, right? The t- no, uh, I don't know. He was first a, baseman for the Twins. Yeah, uh, the first baseman for the Twins. He's never been any good, strikes out more than any living human. Uh, <laughs> they have an option on him. They can either pick up their $14 million a year option or give them $2.75 million buyout. Oh. You ever had a job when you suck huge and at the end of it they give you almost $3 million to get out? Oh, my goodness. This just happened in the NFL. They fired the Panthers yeah. coach. He's yeah. got $40 million left on his deal. Oh, yeah. my God. I, where? Oh, that's all and ego the owners, isn't it? The that, players don't have guaranteed contracts. If nope. they cut a player, they, they don't get a penny for the for the Great. time left on the on the contract. This is what all the coaches do. This is all the the owner's ego. Look how much money I've got. Well, That's what that is. Uh, it's that crazy. He, he had some up, he had a lot of upside Who? potential. So no. Yeah, but he never delivered. I know, I agree. He didn't deliver. Oh, he, he had, had a, lot a lot of upside. upside. Huge. I mean, Tony Oliva loved the guy. I know. You know. I know. So. But he but, just never did I don't it. know. First baseman with the twins that got cut. Has there ever been one of those? I'm trying to think. I should have cut her back long. No, ago. not her back. <laughs> wasn't there another guy who went on and did great things in Boston? Oh, there might have been a guy. I think he might have been like uh, maybe. Uh, wasn't Haitian, was he? 
I think the, the coach Dominican, for, the, for the LSU Tigers, Ed Ogeron, oh, the, yeah. that kind of gravelly voice guy, he won a national championship, and then a couple years later they fired him. Mm-hmm. And he had a he had a big buyout, some kind of buyout or remaining money on his contract. He was like, eh, where do I sign? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, all right, good for you. Well, as you know, you leave radio, you get a choice between Coke or Pepsi, and you're walking out the door. Here, have a have a can of Coke. You're good to go. Put your stuff in a cardboard box and beat it. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Kostaki, another yeah. great week, pal. I mean, when you come when you come to town, you're not coming to town until New Year's Day yeah. or something. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing New Year's week at Acme, mm-hmm. so come see me. Unbelievable. Uh, not you guys, but the listeners. You're I know a you'll be in. Uh, you'll be in a very be around. cold state. Well, if you love uh, Florida so much, why don't you perform there? I love Florida. I don't not on the radio in Florida, which which you're is not. To me. No, Why I not? used to be. There used to be a couple of stations here and there, but they're gone now. Huh. I would love to find a Florida. Don't you have Florida radio buddies? Uh, Tom, Actually, to tell you the up? truth, depending on where I end up after I leave KQ, I might uh, end up. That's uh, right. On a radio station in Florida, maybe. Oh, that's a teaser. All mm-hmm. right, that'd be fun. Well, W T O M. Except wait, it would be K T O M over there, right? K. Or no, no wait. W. Oh, yeah, it would be. It would be w. w is East. The only K's over there weird. in Pittsburgh, I believe. There are some in New England, yeah. KDKA is in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And there are some that don't even have a K, I don't think. <coughs> Educate me on that. Where did that come from, Tom? I don't know why W and K. I have no idea why they went with W in the East and K in the West. Yeah, it's have... the, the Mississippi River is the cutoff. Is so the cutoff, in, yeah. in Minneapolis-St. Paul, we have a bunch of W's and we have a bunch of K's. Because mm-hmm. it depends on which side on of the river, river. they're on. Do you know on. What, it, what, what it means, I've I've looked it up and I don't think it really means anything. Probably doesn't mean anything. Yeah, okay. it's probably true. I think it's like one of those you know back in the olden days of radio they were the old they were like how do we not run out of letters? Tom has closed his laptop. Uh oh, well, that means new, the show's man. over. <laughs> well, no, Kostaki's the one that's got to gotta go. Yeah, well, you know. yeah that's right. How is he going to remember my name? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What? Yeah. All right, Kostaki, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bally. It's going to do it. For the family, talk Mm -hmm. to you tomorrow. Tell you.